At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is hour number three, Betting Across America, as we welcome you back downtown Las Vegas at our Circuit Sportsbook Studios, tracking all the college football action. I'm Ben Wilson. Thanks as well to our entire crew, led by Jacob Roach, our producer. We've got Brian Ortega, Jeff Jens, Michelle Delgadillo, and Ringo Dead Schultz. I don't know if I missed anybody, but it's a, we got a lot of people here on a busy college football Saturday. You know, a lot of updates to get to as well. We'll bring back Wes Reynolds here in a second. Oklahoma, though, the potential for what would be the upset of the college football season, laying 38.5. We've seen a couple teams as 30-point favorites lose outright this year, but not on the magnitude of Oklahoma, who is undefeated and ranked third in the country. They go down, though, 10-0 at halftime, but they have scored to make it 10-7. Uh, just looking at it, Caleb Williams able to find Jaden Hazelwood, his wide receiver, for a touchdown. So 10-7. All right, we'll see if uh, KU can hang on. There's a lot of games still to go. They're only about five minutes into the third quarter. This was a game where KU was a 24.5-point first-half underdog and not only covered, but obviously won that outright 10-0. As for the live number, you're now in this spot. Uh, look, last time we checked, it was Oklahoma laying 18.5 uh, live. We'll see where this repopulates. Oklahoma was laying the 18 for the second half. Uh, down by 10. I'm not sure if it's gone all the way back up, though, uh, to 18 and a half, West. We'll get that uh, look in a moment. But at least if you're a Sooner backer, you're not going to cover the 38 and a half, certainly. Yeah. But at least there's some signs of life. And I know a lot of people, as you alluded to, Wes, were taking some shots on that second half line. Sooner's now minus eight and a half for the in-game 38 and a half eight at and half. BetMGM. There we go. All right. So we, we got it there. Uh, meanwhile, the one that we just finished talking uh, buy, sell, hold, 
you know, the whole conversation could kind of be a relative moot point if Wake Forest doesn't actually win the game at Army. You touched on it earlier, Wes. Army down to its backup quarterback after an injury earlier. Jabari Law is just three of four for 14 yards. We know that's not really Army's game anyway as a mm-hmm. predominant running team. But they found a way to tie the game. It's now 28-all. We're three minutes into the third quarter. This game is already, Wes, over the pregame total. And live, I'm seeing 80-and-a-half. You want yeah. any part of that right now? Yeah. I, well, I, I don't know if I want the under based on what these teams are doing offensively. I know Army can, can run clock, obviously, if that triple option. But this Wake Forest defense, look, we talked about it in the open. They gave up a ton of yards on the ground, like 350-plus on the ground to Syracuse a couple weeks ago. Right now, Wake and Army tied at 28. Wake minus 3.5 on the in-game, 79.5 the current total. Mm. And Michigan finds the end zone with running back Blake Corum. So with the PAT coming, 17-7. Michigan as a large favorite. I know, that, I know that's a sweat for you, Wes. Hopefully not too much of a sweat as we get into the second half with Michigan laying 23.5 at home against Northwestern. All right, let's turn to, uh, again, looking at some of these uh, these candidates, a little deeper down the Heisman boards, but ones that uh, do bear looking at in this segment of Heisman Watch. And uh, we will, uh, you know, look, we, we've seen some of these running backs move up the board. We're seeing one of these guys we're going to talk about uh, currently in play right now. I want to get your thoughts, though, on uh, Desmond Ritter, the Cincinnati quarterback, though, Wes. That's where we'll start uh, this segment of Heisman Watch. He's seen his odds come as short as 15-1, to 1 at least in some of the shops, but now back up to 20 to 1, despite really good numbers this year. It has been a relative struggle today for him and the Cincinnati Bearcats as a whole. Right now, Wes, just 12 of 21, 141 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. For a guy who, as you mentioned this earlier, like the only case he has is if his team goes undefeated. Mm-hmm. The pressure ratchets up every week. The lines have gotten higher on Cincinnati every week. How have you kind of analyzed his game as we've seen his stock really rise now over the last well, few weeks? Well, and honestly, it hasn't risen that much over the last couple because it's been pretty stagnant at 20 to 1. We sat here last Saturday, it was 20 to 1. Not really seeing much of a switch because Desmond Ritter really does not put up huge numbers. And his only saving grace, though, is if this team is undefeated that maybe his ceiling is going to be that he could be a finalist. And uh, we're going to have Dave Miller at the back end of this program here, and he is a Heisman voter. So, you know, we've been talking to a couple other different people, a couple other different experts, Pete Futak, Matt Hayes, and the like that are voters for the Heisman Trophy Award. And Ritter, it almost seems like, okay, if his team's undefeated and Cincinnati's in that mix for the playoff, that he's going to get an invite and a free trip to New York. But does he really have enough to win the award? And that's mm-hmm. kind of what what concerns you about that. And you really haven't seen a big adjustment in the price. 20 to 1, I think, you know, early in the season, he was in the 30s and the 40s. So there's been a little adjustment, but there hasn't been that second adjustment like you've seen with the Matt Corral, like you've seen with perhaps even C.J. Stroud, although he was a little bit shorter to start the season. So... People just aren't getting there with Desmond Ritter just yet. And, and I mean, just by the nature of being there, I guess, yeah, 20 to 1, you know, that would look like kind of an impressive price where it's like, okay, there's value here, but that's really where he should be. 
is 20 yeah. to 1 because he just doesn't have those numbers that Young or Corral or C.J. Stroud, I mean, this Ohio State team that if they're kind of have an off day offensively is still going to score around 40 points. So Cincinnati really doesn't have that. And plus, obviously, the quality of competition is going to be taken into consideration. The only ranked team left on Cincinnati's schedule is going to be SMU. And by the way, Navy does go for it on 4th and 4. UC gets a stop. 9.06 left to go. We're still where we started yep. at the half. 13, 13 10. to 10 Cincinnati. And you think about, too, it's a really interesting point as well because you have some of these guys, that, and there's a reason why the odds are what they are. One is, all right, guy on an undefeated team, but the numbers don't totally wow you in the case of Desmond Ritter for Cincinnati. But how about a guy like B. John Robinson, who's another guy at 20 to 1? Stats are amazing. Mm -hmm. Media hype. You could make the argument maybe a little overblown in, in the media hype this season, Wes. And, you know, partly it's Texas. It's a, it's a big-time school that the media loves to talk about. But at the same time, that, that's a team that has struggled and is on a bye this week. But it's, it's kind of funny how you have two guys at 20-1. to 1, The resumes could not be more polar opposites. One guy who's putting up great numbers on a pretty mediocre team. Another guy who's, who's leading a really good team, but the numbers don't exactly uh, back it up in, uh, in Ritter. So I'm curious to think, where do, you, where do you think Robinson's odds end up going, especially now that Texas is really out of any conversation for, for a top bowl or, or any sort of playoff consideration? I certainly don't see him dropping here because, look, uh, they're going to get uh, – they, they still get Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, West Virginia, Kansas State as of right now, only one ranked team on that schedule, that being Baylor. Iowa State certainly will change that today if they go ahead and beat an undefeated Oklahoma State team. But I just I, – I don't think I could get there with Robinson when you have other running backs. If you're going to look at a running back – when you have uh, not only Kenneth Walker, we talked about, even though I think he should be a little higher in 14-1, to mm -hmm. Kenneth Walker is going to get to play against Michigan, is going to get to play against Ohio State, is going to get to play against Penn State. So he still has a chance in some high showcase games, as long as Michigan State is still undefeated or within one loss, that they're going to have a lot of eyeballs on those games. You also have Travion Henderson from Ohio State at 40-1. to One of the reasons why he hasn't gone down is because, you know, it's kind of a, a guilt of being on such a great team like Ohio State because <laughs> right. they have so many weapons. And that might be what penalizes C.J. Stroud a little bit, where it kind of falls into that Mac Jones at Alabama syndrome last year. It's like, oh, my God, he's got all these pros, you know, all these NFL draft choices at receiver. This is an easy offense to run. These guys are, like, wide open every play, you know, like C.J. Stroud has uh, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, mm -hmm. And you also have uh, uh, the backup running back, Master Teague. So Henderson is kind of in that where Ohio State is just so damn loaded offensively that it's almost like you're splitting votes if you have multiple offensive players from one team. I kind of think Devontae Smith got a little bit of the benefit of the doubt last year because he had such a great season. Jalen Waddle went down with that ankle injury. So voters helps. were willing to kind of, you know, skirt a little bit because maybe they underappreciated Mac Jones because like, well, Tua ran this offense, you know, this offense just easy to run. And because Mac Jones was like a three-star kid and mm -hmm. wasn't really as highly touted of a recruit as like a Tua or Jalen Hurts or somebody like that. So that obviously I think plays into the individual voter bias for this award. Yeah, it's like 40 to one. Don't, don't bother. I would say at yeah. that point, that far down the board, uh, as far as speaking of the big 10, uh, you, we do the segment on our primetime action show. Uh, there's on MSG Plus here on uh, on on Veasan, uh, seven to ten Eastern Monday through Friday. Do the fruit basket segment they do every every Monday. You know, sending the fruit basket out to guys who individually help them win bets. 
Wes, I think an early candidate uh, for you, Evan Hull, might be deserving mm-hmm. of a fruit basket for you. The, the Northwestern running back, who basically is single-handedly keeping the Wildcats in this game, he had a 75-yard rushing touchdown when the Wildcats had not done anything at the big house against Michigan to make it a 10-7 game. Michigan, as we mentioned, just scored to go up 17-7. Northwestern pinned a third and 17 inside their own 10, and they throw a little, you know, dump off, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. screen pass to Hull. Just chugging his way, picks up 20 in a first down, and all of a sudden Northwestern's got the ball in Michigan territory, and, nine minutes to go third quarter. This is and, amazing. And, you know, Northwestern always seems to kind of have one of those bull type of yes. uh, running backs. He's those like five, guys six. that He's don't just... look like they're going to be fast, but got some giddy up in them more than oh, meets man. the eye. And, uh, look, uh, Northwestern had a guy like that. They had Isaiah Bowser, who is now transferred to University of Central Florida, who, by the way, got a nice win over Memphis last night. Yes, he did. But, uh you know, Northwestern just kind of hanging around here. 9.02 left to go, 17-7. to I took 24 on this game. The stats have said Michigan has dominated. 316 yards, 21 first downs, only 159 in the yardage for Northwestern, only six first downs. Yet this is only a two-possession game here. They are going to get a penalty. It looks like pass interference or Northwestern is driving. Uh, no in play right now at BetMGM. That's been taken off the board. I think they're going to wait for the yeah. result of this penalty. I'm seeing one hanging a 13-and-a-half follow. I think that was offensive. P- I know what. Wow, defensive. It looked like a blatant push off by Northwestern. But yeah, so uh, Wildcats into the red zone there. One quick update before we hit a break as well. Cincinnati they have uh, they have scored to make it uh, now twenty to ten at Navy. And here's a huge play. Fourth and goal. Kansas at the one, and they punch it in. One fifty to go in the third quarter. Your thirty and a half point home underdogs, Wes, are now back up two scores. Oh, Oklahoma going to have to fight here to get out of yeah. Lawrence with a win because they likely are going to the wow. fourth quarter down ten points. Devin Neal in from one yard out. I mean, this would be the greatest moment in Kansas football history, at least in the last. Yeah, uh, they're the not worried decade. about late night at the fog right no. now. It's uh, all about the football stadium here in Lawrence. <laughs> All right. Wow. This is not a result we expected we'd be tracking uh, this late in the, in the first slate of games. But when we return, we'll, we'll continue to, to let you know about that. Get you a live number on the Kansas-Oklahoma game. Also, uh, take a look back at some more buy or sell and hold opportunities within the Pac-12. That's next here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. As we welcome you back to Betting Across America, it is a reminder, even though NBA season is just underway, still time to grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide at Strategies, Predictions, and Best Best to Stay Ahead of the Odds Makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. We welcome you back in. As it is betting across America, back with Wes Reynolds, I'm Ben Wilson. Uh, we continue to see these these massive favorites struggle, Wes. And apparently, according to uh, the, the Twitter machine, the fans are, sh- are now are actually now showing up in Lawrence with their yeah. team up 17-7, 1.30 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, students are actually coming in the stadium. Uh, I know that very well, being an uh, Indiana football oh. fan. Kansas almost a little bit like the Indiana of the Big 12, where it's like, Oh, oh, crap, dude. We got to get in the game here. We're beating Oklahoma. So now all of a sudden word gets around and, you know, students realize they got tickets or they realize they didn't buy tickets and they got to wait and they're drunk and, you know, probably pissy about it. So, you know, right now, right now, 17 to seven, uh, by the way, Oklahoma minus two and a half, minus a dollar twenty on the end game. Oklahoma now minus only minus one eighty five to Oof. win this football game in Lawrence. Forty and a half the current total. Uh, Texas Tech twenty four to nineteen over Kansas State. TT minus four and a half, sixty one and a half on the total. And now we have uh, looks like Oklahoma. Uh-oh. That's going to change real quick because they had a kick return almost to the house there. It looks like, wow. but uh, going to be down inside the ten. So uh, Oklahoma finally realizing that they are in an absolute ball game here so uh that is your particulars there and also uh northwestern does miss a field goal we talked I'm about sorry, that going into break 17 <laughs> to 7 now 750 left to go in the third quarter in ann arbor uh, how many of those kansas students is it, would it be their first football game ever attending because probably I mean, a lot of them to be honest i'm gonna with set you. that over under at uh, like 93 they're right there at fog allen Fieldhouse. i mean there were probably more students there at late night at the fog than there 
there were for this probably football game, but probably yeah. not anymore. 106 left to oh. go. Is a Kansas player down? We'll try to update uh, yeah, that injury. Looks like first and goal. Yeah, 17 coming. to yep. 7 now. Oklahoma's going to have first and goal, minute uh, left in the third. As a Mizzou alum, I take every opportunity I can to uh, just rip the, the usual rotting corpse mm-hmm. that is the Kansas football program. But today, they are about uh, 16 minutes away from potentially pulling off uh, the largest college football upset we've seen uh, in, in some time. As we, uh, we go back, take a look at some of the primetime games that are coming up later. I want to keep you, uh, we've obviously run through a lot of these games that will be starting here in the next hour or so, but as we look forward on the betting card before maybe you get a chance to uh, dive into some of these games and, and get a play in before the, these, these late uh, line movements come, we talked a little bit to ask Yogi Roth, Pac-12 Network analyst, his thoughts on this game, West. but USC goes to Notre Dame. It's not exactly uh, the, the same hype surrounding Matt Leinert's trip with the Trojans mm-hmm. uh, back in the, uh, in the mid-2000s. However, it's Notre Dame who are now. I'm seeing market wide west. This has been bet up from 7 to 7.5. I know you talked earlier, key number of 7, not as prevalent in the college football game. Uh, but with the way this thing is, uh, is moving up here, do you give USC any, uh, any chance with an interim head coach and so much negativity at least on the surface surrounding that program going to Notre Dame today? I think you, you have to give them a chance just because this is a rivalry game like we were talking about with Yogi. Disappointing season out there at Heritage Hall for USC, but it's still USC-Notre Dame. It's still a big deal. And, you know, you got players on both rosters get recruited very hard by both schools. You know, when you see kind of like a finalist list, you know, where a kid gets down to like five or six schools and they send those images and those those graphics out, you often see a Trojan logo and you often see the Notre Dame logo on those lists. So they recruit a lot of the same players. Notre Dame's won seven of the last 10 meetings. The game actually did not get played last year due to COVID-19 for the first time since World War II. Notre Dame's gotten the better of the series recently. You would certainly trust from a coaching standpoint, you would have to trust their staff more than the USC staff. USC, obviously, an interim coach. And obviously, you got a staff full of coaches probably going to be looking for jobs, depending mm-hmm. on who the new man is uh, running the uh, Trojan program next year. The stats you look at are pretty even with these two teams, but Notre Dame has played the tougher schedule. USC has actually been much better on the road than they have at the old LA Coliseum. They've actually won eight straight on the road, has USC. So uh, I did not get involved in the spread. I'm kind of looking at this total and very much monitoring it to see if this is going to start to drop. There is some wins expected in, in, in a few of these Midwest games, by the way, including in South Bend. So that's obviously something to keep an eye on. The total right now I'm seeing basically market-wide is like 59 right now. So it's gone up a little bit from the opener. I missed the opener at minus four where I would have laid it with Notre Dame, but can't really it's lay it now. at seven and a yeah. hook now. This is probably an in-game play for me. I want to see how Notre Dame finishes this season as well because, look, They're not going to get in the playoff more than likely unless they get a ton of help because the loss to Cincinnati, that's the number two team in the country. So it's not like that's a horrible loss, even though it was at home. But you look at Notre Dame on that schedule, there's nothing really that stands out. There's no real, I mean, there are name programs, but there are no ranked schools left on that schedule. So, but Notre Dame still can, I think, get into like a New Year's Six or a big type of game, you know, where there's a lot of money mm-hmm. involved. So, you know, I want to see, playoff, yeah, I want to see how they're going to finish. But uh, basically, uh, this was a pass for me, and this might be an in game. Uh, I want right. to go back to Oklahoma, Kansas. 
Uh, OU just scores, by the they way. They did. It 17, is 17 14. to 14. Uh, so uh, now Oklahoma, okay, they haven't updated the line line, but they did just announce on the Kansas radio network. Uh oh. The stadium gates are open. No more tickets are required. If you're in town, come on down. Oh, wow. I mean, that's straight out of like the, the 70s. Just, you know what? I mean, all, uh, the, all rules are off. That is like uh, the movie Necessary Roughness. <laughs> Do you remember that movie, The Texas State Armadillos, who oh had God. not won a game? Yeah. Rob Schneider is the radio guy in the booth, where Scott Bakula is the 45 year old quarterback. And, oh, you know, man. it's like, hey, we're tied with Texas here. Come on in. If you had that on your, on your, uh, your Wes Reynolds reference card today at uh, 12 to 1 cash that ticket and thank uh, can't thank kansas and apparently their radio network for uh, for helping out with that wow okay we'll get an updated line on that in a little bit 17 14 the kansas lead on oklahoma that is absolutely true even the official West. website has now said this uh at ku athletics the official oh, wow. twitter Jeez. of kansas university or university of kansas athletics gates are open to the east and west sides of david booth kansas memorial stadium no ticket required show up be loud rock chalk they're gonna they're gonna start flowing in uh, there in lawrence Wow. Okay. Well, we talked, uh, look, that USC spot, they're not going to make our list as we do our final uh, buy, hold, sell a look of, as we look at the Pac-12, and for good reason, you, uh, USC, despite those couple of road wins, West, two and three in the conference in the Pac-12 South, well, well out of range here. But as we look at it, we, we obviously have broken down this game, specifically Oregon and UCLA, and a lot of split opinions uh, amongst the respected handicappers, Wes, on this spot, Oregon and UCLA. Bruins, though, look, at seven to one, it is at least intriguing only because you're, what, you're a half game behind Utah, who have shown a lot of ups and downs this season under their head coach, Kyle mm-hmm. Whittingham. I, I, not, not to, again, make these all seem like this is based on one game, but don't you kind of think, if, if you think UCLA has a good chance, and we at least, at the, at the very minimum, would, would admit that this is probably a coin flip 50-50 game, doesn't the first buy you have to look at here on this list be UCLA at 7-1? to one? Because if they get out of this Oregon game with a win at home, those, I mean, that price might not, it might be cut more than in half. It could be down to two and a half, three to one if they get a win mm-hmm. here, don't you think? Yeah, I think you could be. I think that that might be where the value is. Now, my pick before the season was Arizona State to go ahead and, and win the Pac-12 South. And they're three uh, and one as well, so right they, there too. They, they are, and uh, they did, of course, lose to Utah. Utah kind of controls their own destiny right now. And like we were talking about with Yogi Roth, Utah's back to being Utah. Run the ball, hit the hell out of somebody, force turnovers, don't make mistakes, and that's kind of what Kyle Whittingham has done. And one of the reasons why you saw a lot of Utah picks was because of Kyle Whittingham, because they take on the identity of their coach. They're intense. They don't make mistakes. He knows how to coach these guys up. I went with ASU simply on the talent standpoint because I thought felt they had the best quarterback in the Pac-12 South with Jaden Daniels. They are now 3-1, and one, so obviously Utah would win the tiebreaker, so I'm kind of sticking with my ASU right okay. now. One, not but I think if you're shopping around and you're not involved, then clearly you would want to take UCLA. Now, if UCLA loses to Oregon, they are 3-2. and two. I think Oregon, there's not a lot of value there, plus 150. Yeah, 150. Now, now, Oregon, I think, is going to win the North. The only team tied with them are the Beavs, the Beavers, Oregon State. They, they kinda, didn't even make our list. Yeah, they've kind of overachieved a little bit. Obviously, Washington looks a mess. Stanford's been up and down. Washington State, who knows what they're going to be now without Nick Rolovich and without a couple other uh, coaches, including their offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. So Oregon seems like 
they, I don't want to say lock, but they're in good position to win the North. Yeah, they, I, more than anything for me, Wes, why I would want to buy with UCLA, and it's also, I mean, it's a hard schedule for them too because even you know, even if you come out with this win, it would be an incredibly emotional win. You'd have to turn right around and go at Utah. In the Pac-12 where you just expect the chaos here, Wes, and everything mm-hmm. to get turned upside down, that's the only reason why. I'd, I'd say, look, just gravitate towards that lowest uh, number on the board and, uh, and, and give me UCLA at 7-1. Uh, to one. Uh, when we return, a couple of updates. Wes has an underdog that is now on uh, on life support here. Northwestern gets a punt blocked. We're gonna be come on. We're gonna will this home for you, Wes. I will update you on that. Get some more big big time previews on the other side as we roll on hour number three of betting across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. I know one game that's got a, just a slightly lopsided ticket count. That would be uh, Indiana West. We're at Reynolds' alma mater mm-hmm. at Ohio State uh, later on today as we welcome you back on the show, betting across America. I'm Ben Wilson, our producer Jacob Roach, uh, behind the glass, also native of the, uh, the great state of Indiana. We'll get to that game in a moment, Wes, but a couple quick updates. Oklahoma has the ball back, down by three, 13.40 to go in the game. Uh, if you took Kansas getting the 38 and a half, this is going to be a, an absolute coast of a win. But as far as outright here, needless to say, massive implications if Oklahoma were to somehow blow this game. But they've got the ball at the KU 24. They've opened all the gates there in Lawrence. All the fans are flowing in now and for now free without tickets. And now everybody's going in, and once they go down, it's the, oh, no, we suck again. Another Rob Schneider. Uh, <laughs> Rob Schneider is in all these like college football movies. I don't, right. I don't know what underrated, it was. Uh, uh, underrated. Underrated. Great he, actor. He, he was the necessary roughness uh, uh, radio announcer for the Texas State Armadillos. And by the way, Oklahoma, down not to the quite in line. the end zone, into the two-yard line. So just underway in the fourth quarter, 13.04 left to go. Uh, no price yet at, at, at BetMGM because there's about to be a score, you would think, here. So yep. Oklahoma favoritism will go up. A couple Big Ten games to get you updated on. Illinois just missed a field goal, but they are getting the ball back. It is going to be a three and out for a very sloppy oh, What an Penn ugly State game. Here. 10-7. Yeah, late Penn State third. might be looking ahead to Ohio State next week. And Penn State, by the way, minus seven and a half on the in play. 30 and a half, the current in-game total. Brett Bielema, look, uh, kind of called out his guys, maybe through some of his players that were not his recruits, granted. They were Lovey Smith guys saying none of those offensive linemen are really contributing for us. And, uh, you know, might have inspired his guys, said, oh, yeah, we'll show you, you you know what. And that's what they're doing right now. 10 to 7, five minutes left to go in the third quarter. Michigan now up 24-7 on Northwestern. Michigan minus 22 and a half in the in-game, 46 and a half, a, uh, a big Big uh, third down here for Northwestern, who uh, would need our man Hall yeah, to bust say, one here. Now is the it's time, buddy. Time. Come on. Now is the time because uh, this did close 24. There were 23 and a halves also out there. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, oh, that screen to Ryan Hall. You got to make a man miss. Oh, he that was a go, terrible throw. Tries though, to go by Helensky. bulldozer. It, it does not work. Yeah, that if we're being honest here, I mean, look, Michigan's been, I think, the right side, Wes. It's yeah. probably fair to say. Northwestern's You're just had, hope, hoping to get lucky here yeah. because what Michigan's going to do now is they're going to run. 
run the football. Yeah, look, Northwestern's had basically had one play today. They've seventy-five yards mm-hmm. on one play for mm-hmm. Evan Hull. Uh, the rest of the game, they have one hundred sixty-seven total yards. That so not even pass, by the way, it was killing worms there. He had to basically damn near pick it up off the ground <laughs> and only gain uh, a yard. So Northwestern and, will be punting. And I'll, just to mention the Illinois Penn State game, though we've had back-to-back missed field goals as well. So that's kind of in, 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 increased just the sloppiness. Uh, in that game overall let's stick with the big 10 we'll get to my uh, we gave out my heart plays earlier we'll get to my smart play. it's one smart play and who knows how smart it'll actually be west but uh, speaking of the heart your alma mater plays it's a big number it's 21 in in the market and you mentioned earlier how like michael Penix in the past they, they've indiana mm-hmm. and ohio state they've played some kind of surprisingly really tight games but he was with the shoulder injury in the doubtful camp, even going back to Wednesday this week with in this line 21, there are some 21 and a halfs out there still 21 at bet MGM as we speak high line, especially for a primetime conference game, one that is in, Bloomington West. So you, you think, are you in agreement with that? Too, too high of a line in this spot? Yeah, and when this opened, this was about 19, where I think the odds makers kind of split the difference here. If it was more leaning toward Tuttle starting, and Tuttle is going to start today, mm-hmm. it would have been closer to 21 on the opener. If it was Penix, it was going to be around 17. And look, uh, you know, we I've seen nobody on Indiana in this game. It's been 21, and all I see is how lopsided the ticket count and, you know, maybe even the money count yep. as well is on Ohio State, and yet you're not seeing very many 21 and a half. So I think if, if you like Indiana, you can wait because you might start to see him more toward game time. We only have about one out there right now. It's pretty much 21 across the board, including right here at BetMGM. And look, uh, Ohio State after that Oregon game absolutely did regroup uh 55 points a game on average on offense defense is limiting opponents to 14 a game right now ohio state's the third choice on the board at eight to one to win the national championship indiana has been an obvious disappointment but if you look at their losses so far this year all of them top 10 well iowa has fallen out of the top 10 but just barely but losing to iowa losing to cincinnati losing to penn state and of course losing to michigan state indiana should have beat michigan state last week the defense was absolutely tremendous held michigan state to 241 so it wouldn't surprise me to see the defense hold the buckeyes to well below their point and their yardage total average but can they score enough? Really, the offense at Indiana and Bloomington needs a massive overhaul. New mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. The offensive line has not really performed very well. So, And plus the fact that you've had injuries. And, you know, basically they don't block well and they don't protect the quarterback well. That's a bad recipe, last I checked, for an offensive line. Yes, it is. Uh, that being said, Indiana 8-2 and two against the spread. Their last 10 against the Buckeyes. So they do always bring efforts against these guys. And they actually have played more close games than you think, where you would think everything's going to be a, a blowout. But Ohio State has actually been better on the road in this series. 5-0, and oh, last five against the number as a series visitor. 6-1-1 one and one against the number as Big Ten road favorites of 10 or more points so uh you know i'm waiting to see what kind of number i will get on indiana and i may just take a shot with the hoosiers just to go contrarian here because now everybody's kind of given up on the season it seems like two and four probably close to half the crowd it is going to likely be a sellout in bloomington all right but half of that crowd or close to it's going to be ohio state people so that's that's always been the joke around indiana that that was like the media guide photo day picture because it's like 
every seat, it's every bleacher is going to be occupied in red. Or Wisconsin. So you can't distinguish it when it's not a close-up <laughs> photo that it's Buckeye Red versus Hoosier Cream and Crimson. So, uh, you know, I think this is now getting to the point where I'd be more interested in taking Indiana. By the way, Indiana this year only has covered one game that was against Idaho and FCS school. So they are 0-5 against the number against FBS teams. But, uh, you know, those four games I mentioned, Iowa, Cincinnati, Penn State, Michigan State, those teams are 24-2 and on the season. Now, they don't get a drop-off here with with uh, with Ohio State. Obviously, that's a step up from the yeah. other four opponents they played. But... I think if you're getting north of 21, it's worth a small buy on the Hoosiers. Uh, and 12 is your first half line. That's a little intriguing as well. Uh, Indiana plus 12 in the first half. So, like, you could tell. Wes, the heart is there. <laughs> well, yeah, that'll be your, I'm that'll probably, be your hard I'm play. I'm probably going to end up uh, taking gonna... the 21 and a All half right. if that shows. I just, uh, right. you know, this could absolutely be a whitewash. This could absolutely be, like, 54 to 17 or 54 to 10 Ohio State. But, you know... Also, Ohio State does have the Nittany Lions coming in next week, and we're going to see what the Nittany Lions are doing. By the way, that's going to the fourth quarter in State still, College. Uh, only 10-7 to 7 at Beaver Stadium. Penn State minus 3.5, plus $1.20, 30-and-a-half the current in-game total. Illinois, by the way, just outside of the Penn State red zone. So, look, this is an Illinois team. It's been a bad season. It's been pretty much downhill ever since they week upset one. Nebraska in that week zero, week whatever zero. the hell yeah, you want to call sure. it. Late August, the last weekend in August, where they beat uh, them as seven-point home underdogs. So, uh, you know, Brett Belima, I, I think a lot of people bet against him, like, oh, my God, he lost his team because he called these guys out. I think it was kind of like desperation for the old coach. It's like, can we get an effort here? Can we show up? Can we stay with the season? And so far, so good. Obviously, add to that that Penn State has had some very sloppy plays. They this have. Afternoon. Yeah, well, look, we're getting down to crunch time in, in these early kickoffs. One other quick update. Oklahoma does take the lead. Kennedy Brooks run from one yard out. So 21-17 now. Oklahoma is back on top. Sooners minus 10.5. Uh, All right, 10.5. Remember, they were, uh, they were minus 8 for the game at halftime. Uh, down 10 nothing let's uh, we'll, we'll get to we we mentioned my heart plays earlier in the show how about my i have one smart play again put the smart in quotes so they're they're west but for my smart play today i'm going with the game that will also be a little later uh, kick the air force falcons laying three and that that three is still out there market wide against san diego state and to me wes i've a been really really impressed with an air force team who and both of these teams by the way had win totals of six and a half this year mm -hmm. san diego state and and both of these these squads coming in, you have uh, a San Diego State team at six and zero, Air Force six and one. So one of them is going to go over their preseason win total today. I'm just not a believer at all in the San Diego State team. West ranked 22nd in the country now, six and zero. They caught Utah at a really bad time in that game where quarterback Charlie Brewer was benched for the backup Cameron Rising. Crazy double overtime uh, win for San Diego State, which really has been uh, their marquee win. Got really fortunate to escape a bad San Jose State team with a win last week in overtime. I think this is the spot, West against an Air Force team that's been playing really good football since their loss to Utah State. I think this is the spot where, where Air Force gets them in Colorado Springs Lucas today. Johnson, by the way, will start for San Diego State. Basically, the storyline of this game, irresistible force versus immovable object. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Air Force number one rushing offense, San Diego State number one rushing defense. And it's a total, as you see, 39. 39 in a college football game. That is my, uh, my smart 
play of the day. We'll see uh, if it works out. All right, we've got these early games coming down to the wire. We'll see what happens. Can Oklahoma stave off what will be an insane upset at the hands of Kansas? We'll check out some other lines with other big favorites as well when we return right here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy hundred bucks. Register using code VSIN100 to win a hundred dollars in free bets. When you place a $1 Moneyline wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown, no matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted on specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com. For terms and conditions, must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. We are back on Betting Across America. Some of the early games coming down to the wire, including in Big Ten country. We're going to go out and speak with Damon Betting here in uh, in just a second. Just the update, though, from, from uh, the Peds State illinois game was Illinois thought they had taken the lead. Arthur Sikowski touchdown in the flat to Daniel Barker, but the big celebrating offensive lineman was well downfield, and uh, it was, was not meant to be. That was a late flag, though. Artie Sikowski already had his headset on, uh-huh. waiting for them to kick the extra points, so that touchdown does come off Still the board in State College. 
he is 10 to 7 so penn state will have a couple more cracks to see if they can take the lead but uh you know I kind of a questionable call. I think that was a very late yes. flag thrown by that Big Ten crew. So now Illinois all the way back to about its 30-yard line, second down your, and 24. Classic second and 24 from the 29, and they get, it, they get stuffed for no gain with the flag down. So what a great uh, way to segue into our uh, next guest, David Betting, an outstanding analyst for the Big Ten Network. Uh, always uh, kind enough to give us a few minutes as we, uh, we suggest you give him a follow at Damon Benning. Uh, Damon, we, we entered the show coming into today thinking, all right, look, this card, not great. Will we see maybe one potential upset or close call? And uh, yeah, it, it certainly has uh, delivered up to that promise with the Oklahoma in a dogfight against Kansas. And uh, this Penn State team has really uh, looked sloppy and, and not up to the task today. What have you made of this, uh, this game so far? As Illinois, look, they've given uh, the Nittany Lions everything they can handle in what is still now a 10-7 game here. Mr. Holt game. You had Illinois, who hopefully they weren't listening to anything that their coach said this week in any sort of press conferences as he kind of threw their talent under the bus and their former head coach and his recruiting prowess. And Penn State kind of in the classic look-ahead spot coming, you know, off a little sleepy week where they had a chance for prep after the Iowa week. And you're thinking, all right, they should be a little more well-rested. Let's see what we get at the quarterback spot. And they've been pretty uninspired. They just give up the big penalty there on an automatic first down on a team that you feel like had no clue how to how to get a second and twenty four. They get a cheapy. So Illinois knocking on the door with uh, with a chance to take the lead here. Michigan kind of sleepwalking. This this could turn out to be a very interesting game. How about Wisconsin being favored on the road at Purdue? As Illinois just scores. So. Uh, they, there we go. They just right. called it back to Damon. Uh, we might have a little delay here. So the second touchdown oh, I see on the this flag. Drive, there it is. Yeah, the second <laughs> touchdown on this drive. Illinois runs it in, so still ten to seven. Uh, by the way, uh, Michigan uh, did get an interception deep in Northwestern territory. Two point conversion, not good. Now thirty three to seven on Northwestern. Need the back door, uh, Northwestern going to have to come <laughs> in the, the back, back door. door for certain here. But uh, Damon, let's get back uh, to what you were talking about, and that's the matchup here this afternoon: Wisconsin and Purdue. Wisconsin now a three and a half point road favorite. And look, uh, we know the offense has had problems, but the defense is as good as ever. Number two in the country in total defense. But what do you make of Purdue because in the past they haven't been able to to get there in these spots you know off a big win they've always kind of come up short do you think today is going to be different though against the Badgers yeah if I'm just uh, you know at first blush if you're playing the line and not the matchup you're thinking unranked versus ranked usually a a dead sign to be taking the unranked team right why would Wisconsin be favored and and I like them in this spot. I don't love it at three and a half. I liked it at three. I still would probably take it. But if you're Purdue, listen, you know you don't run the ball well. Uh, you average about 415 yards a game. 325 of those come on the ground. So you are who you are offensively. The thing Wisconsin's going to figure out, Purdue's really good defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're top 15 in the country in total defense. And you think to yourself, wait a minute. Did Holt come back, and is he patrolling the sidelines in one of his 35 previous stops for Purdue? No, they've, they've started over on the defensive side of the ball a couple of years removed from a guy like Nick Holt, and they're playing really good defense in West Lafayette. Points will be at a premium. You know, gun to head, I had to play it. I like Wisconsin simply because I don't believe they have any business being favored 
and you'd think that the public would be all over Purdue. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way on that game, Damon. I laid money line on Wisconsin. But to your point, that Purdue defense, it's amazing. They were in a 3-4 last year. They get rid of Bob Diaco, go back to the 4-3, put big George Karloftis down on the three-point stance where you can go kill the quarterback and stop the runners in the backfield. And all of a sudden, Purdue in one year has a really good defense. Yeah, the Diaco experiment, being a former Nebraska, well, you know, former Nebraska guy, very familiar with Bob Diaco. <laughs> some of the classic press conferences and, and terminologies he would use. And tell you what, Purdue hasn't been able to find their way in the conference under Brom in terms of being able to play good defense. If there's two things that have eluded him thus far in a kind of an up and down tenure, it is consistency on the defensive side for his staff. Uh, three coordinators in now, and his inability to find a run game seems to maybe have figured out one, but he's going to have to run it at least a little bit today to take some of the pressure off of Bell in that offense. Again, Damon Benning, outstanding Big Ten Network analyst, giving us a few minutes here on betting across America. Just to to tie up the thought in Wisconsin-Purdue, that line, I am seeing a couple of shops now back down some late buyback coming to the home team in the Boilermakers, Wisconsin, minus three uh, here at a couple of shops. Damon, I know uh, Wes Reynolds, our uh, Indiana alum here, he was trying to delay the inevitable, us talking about this Indiana-Ohio State game for tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and do it here. Uh, You have the Buckeyes, though, laying a huge number in a primetime spot on the road in Bloomington. The number is as high as uh, 21. Might see some 21.5s eventually with how heavily bet and how one-sided this game has been uh, all week. I asked Wes in the last segment if he felt like this line was a little too high. What are your thoughts on a line like this for the Buckeyes on the road? Yeah, a a little too high for me, especially with the public all over you know, Ohio State, a very publicly bet team. And they're trending in the right direction. If you're Ohio State, I mean, it's all right there in front of you because it's best-case scenario. You're starting to play well. Your defense is playing better. Stroud is, is, is coming of age. Michigan is is good. Michigan State is good. Two benchmarks that you can take care of on your resume if you're looking to get back into the big title hunt with one loss. So everything in front of Ohio State. Here in Indiana, you can't get good quarterback play. Tom Allen has guys coming in and out of the lineup, can't settle in on his on the injury front. And he's come under a little bit of scrutiny. It's kind of weird. He went from kind of the golden boy feel-good story, is this the year for Indiana, to, uh-oh, What's going on? Is this the schedule? Penix Jr. can't keep from giving it to the other team. What's going to happen at the quarterback spot? But I like Indiana in this spot. I think it's just a little bit too many. This may actually turn out to be a pretty good game. I could see them keeping it within two scores or maybe a late field goal or something like that to get it in the 17 range. But I like the Hoosiers tonight. I would I would eat all, all 20, 21 of those points. Yeah, I'm with you, Damon. And it kind of is, you know, it's one thing with Indiana. They can never seem to get both sides of the ball right. During the Kevin Wilson era, very good offensively, couldn't stop a nosebleed. Now you've got a really good defense, and they can't move the ball at all with the injured quarterbacks. The offensive line has been a factor as well. So I'm with you. I think it's partially schedule, and it's partially, look, it's a Big Ten East. It's a Big Ten. You need better dudes, especially at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, if you can't block folks, the the league has figured this out. Coach Frost has. I think P.J. Fleck has figured it out. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to win up front. It's about big, strong offensive linemen and guys on the defensive line that can neutralize the run game. The Big Ten, perhaps more than any conference in the country, has become the age-old adage of stopping the run and being able to run the football.
And Damon Benning, our guest on Benning Across America. By the way, uh, Illinois is, after all that, two touchdowns taken <laughs> off the board of the penalty. They're lining up for a 37-yard field goal. They already missed one before. What could possibly happen as the kick is actually up and good? So tie game there. Uh, Damon, we'll let you get back to watching this incredible barn burner there in <laughs> at, uh, at State College. I know, I know you. That's, not, that's all you want to be watching right now, right? Uh, we appreciate. I the can't time. keep my eyes off of this Army Wake Forest game. Uh, that too. About. That too. First to 60 wins. Yeah. 56-42 Wake in the fourth quarter now. Six scores of five plays or less in this one? What is going on? It's 49-42, and they're nowhere near being done. Uh, Live total of 107.5, by the way. So, Mm -hmm. uh, David, as always, we appreciate the time. Have a great rest of your uh, college football Saturday. We'll check in with you you, uh, again soon. Hey, appreciate it. Love the show. Thanks, guys. Thank you, hey, Damon. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Other updates. Yeah, don't well. take uh, triple option team games under. I, I, I think everybody I guess, wants I guess to. Not. 56 to 42, 12 minutes left to go. By the way, Oklahoma now 28 17 yeah. over Kansas. Uh, uh, Cinderella, the glass slipper's not going to fit for the Jayhawks on this I guess afternoon. not. 28 17. If you bet second half, Oklahoma, they were down 10, laying 18 second half. Well, now you're covering. So it looks like you, it worked out uh, in the end. When we return, we will welcome in the third member of our crew for the next three hours, Adam Burke from our Mandalay Bay Studios. That's next on Decent. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.